GoQuestions.org has a good overview on the disciples worshipping Jesus, which I recommend, and you can view it here, should you have the time to do so. The act of worship is a profound recognition of who God is and in Jesus, we see this recognition attributed to Jesus Himself, and accepted. Sometimes when I am walking and praying, I imagine that Jesus is walking with me. And sometimes, that is when my talking stops and I just marvel at who He is. I'm not talking to an equal, I am His creation, talking to my Creator. That's a sobering thought and it changes the whole dynamic of the conversation. There are so many things that He knows about, that I am not even aware of, and yet, the significance of what has and is unfolding around us, and in particular, around me, especially while I am in prayer, lets me know that God cares so much for us, that He sent us His only begotten Son to redeem and save us, so that we could be one with Him. That's kind of mind-boggling, when you stop to think about it and the reality of that awareness, happens in His presence. Our minds are limited in what we can comprehend. That comprehension that we can be aware of is not the typical awareness we normally have, as compared with being in His presence. Being in the presence of God literally changes everything, how could it not? And yet, even limited as we are, we can still sense that reality. There is no talk of I then, it is only Him. Holy, different from, in a way that we can sense in our very bones. One of the most profound statements that Jesus gave us is found in Matthew 1246 46-49 Nasp and it reads as follows, While He was still speaking to the crowds, behold, His mother and brothers were standing outside, seeking to speak to Him. Someone said to Him, Look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside, seeking to speak to you. But Jesus replied to the one who was telling Him and said, Who is my mother, and who are my brothers? And extending His hand toward His disciples, He said, Behold, my mother and my brothers. Jesus used human associations that we could comprehend, our mother and brothers are terms we can all understand. These are people who are special and that we normally hold dear to our hearts. And Jesus used His own mother and brothers to serve as an example of who He holds dear to His heart, and accordingly who God the Father holds dear to His heart. And then Jesus indicated towards His disciples, who were in the process of coming to know who He was and what He and He alone would do. His disciples were of those whosoever who believed and trusted in Him, John 3:16. It is noteworthy that Jesus included His own mother and brothers as of equal association of internal value or worth, to His disciples, not venerated above them, but equal or similar to. The key connection of course, is that His disciples acknowledged Him for who He was and trusted solely in Him. Anyone who is swayed by Mariology would do well to consider this. I think an even greater recognition is that the desire of our Holy God, is to be among those of His creation who believe and trust in Him, and God's desire is to share of Himself, with them that would be you and that would be me, yes, even to this very day. That alone is mind-boggling and yet that is exactly what Jesus told us that the Father desires. And Jesus personified that redemption that comes from the Father. Wrap your mind around that puppy. And He created us, in His own image, we're actually made to be in union with Him. And God gives that right to be adopted back into His family, as His children, to those who receive and believe in His name, John 1 12-13. That's not just mindful head agreement, it is a present and ongoing continual relationship. Lip service doesn't really cut it with God. Think marriage commitment for a bigger, more practical picture. That's real, day-to-day commitment we are talking about. I live in an apartment at the top of a high hill and when I drive to work, as I drive down towards the shoreline of the waters of the Atlantic Ocean, I have a panoramic view of a basin inlet before me. It's quite stunning, especially in the early morning and the size of the panoramic view never ceases to remind me of how big what I can see is, and at the same time, how small it is, when one considers the whole world. I can easily envision many or all of the apostles, including Paul, experiencing the same reality and contemplating what they had experienced, 
before and after Jesus ascended back to His and our Father. Yes, we are indeed small, but you don't know who I know. Might well be words that cross their minds. There is a much bigger picture in play than what we see. I know it certainly crosses my mind when I behold the panoramic view. A lot of these thoughts I infrequently have, are sometimes hard to put into words, or difficult to convey, if you haven't been in God's presence. There is nothing that is more beautiful, more humbling, more awe-inspiring, more peaceful, than being in the presence of God. This awareness of God isn't something that I experience every day. And yet, in prayer, especially heartfelt earnest prayer, and times of God's grace when He allows me to see what I normally do not see, that door is opened, and we are ushered into an awareness of how God truly cares and seeks to have us know Him. That God cares this much was the mission that God the Father gave to His Son, and His Son carried it out to the letter. That is one amazing testimony, Hebrews 1 3, and one amazing God that we serve. Let us forever praise His holy name. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.